What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. And it is the big betting show uh, this time around as uh, a massive week in the world of mixed martial arts is coming up. We have one of the standout um, UFC pay-per-views of the year. Uh, headlining, I suppose, the weekend on Saturday night. There's also a PFL card, which is uh, is pretty good. PFL's biggest star, uh, Kayla Harrison, is on that as well. I have one bet from that, and the rest are from the UFC. But um, a, a very interesting weekend. Lots to choose from in terms of bets. Lots to choose from in terms of different fighters with different names. This UFC card is an absolute blow-away card, uh, and I'm looking forward to getting into it here, and I'm looking forward to throwing uh, a few of my bets at you. Last week, quick review, Roji Kudo, plus 160, Reese McKee, plus 170. Got two of the four bets, and you know, name me, and as I said it, my flyer didn't uh, go. Rachmanov, he didn't win by decision, and Pam Sorensen, that was a bad pick. A bad pick by me. I said last week it was a field pick. Bad pick. Rachmanov, he got, you know, he got that late submission. If he hadn't have got that with two seconds left, could have gone to decision. I'm happy enough with that pick. I, I see where I was coming from. I think where I was coming from was right. Um, Magni did show up, but Rachmanov just kind of showed a different level. But anyway, we two plus money winners. When you you know, whenever you can uh, say that after a weekend, it's not a bad weekend of betting. But when you are betting, please bet responsibly. Don't bet more than you can. Don't go mad with it. Keep it fun. Keep it uh, entertaining. You know, keep it so that you can enjoy the fights next week as much as you enjoyed the fights this weekend. And that's the way we uh, we want to have it. So, uh, yeah, bet responsibly. Please do that. Right. Let's get on to this weekend's bets. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get my PFL one done first. That card is on Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so if anyone's tuning in later, maybe you can watch that one, get that bet done, if, if you'd like. And then uh, watch the, the rest for the uh, UFC show on Saturday. So the first bet I'm going for here, uh, I'm going for the Rory McDonald versus Sadabu Sci-Fight to finish under two and a half rounds. And that's plus 125 in that one. Now, uh, I've done a preview for this card as well. So if you haven't seen that yet, please do check it out. And I give a, a big breakdown of that fight uh, and the other fights on that card as well uh, over there. Um, and the reason I've kind of gone for the under here is we've seen a lot recently in the PFL of, you know, the, the big favorites losing are the big favourites maybe bouncing back? And Rory McDonald bounced back in his last fight, won very well after maybe a disappointing uh, enough season last year where he got, you know, the, the robbery against Thibaut and ended up, uh, you know, not losing and not getting to the final. Uh, and he bounced back very well. But will it be a case of he keeps bouncing back and he goes and he wins a million? Maybe. And if he does that and if he fights really well, I could see him getting C out of here and, you know, Below two and a half rounds, getting the finisher. I could see him doing that. Um, I think if he can get his jab going, if he can get wrestling down through the middle, take him down, I could see a submission. I could see him knocking him out. Um, and I think that is the most likely case. Rory is around plus, or sorry, minus 300 here. So he's a big favor. Uh, with C around plus 240. But I also, uh, I see C, uh, and I see how good he is. You know, this is a guy who is a dangerous, dangerous fighter. Do you know, if I, I, I watched a good bit of PFL uh, over the last while and seen uh, a good few of his fights and nobody brings to the party. You know, he is a guy with uh, with big knockout power. He's won six of his ten fights by, by knockout. He's also been finished three times out of six, which, you know, is, is pretty good for, for this bet uh, as well. Now, over the last few fights, 
it's been more of a decision type of fight, you know, going to decision with Magomed Karamov and Al, Al- Sakam, but it was a lot of maybe heavy wrestling from those lads as well. But before that, he had loads of finishes, knocked out David Michaud and uh, knocked out Kyle Magalesh and, and others as well. And he has that big power that if Rory isn't on it early and he gets hit hard, he could put Rory out of there. No, Rory's taken a lot of damage down through the years as well and chins don't hold up forever. So it's not just that I think Rory will have a dominant victory here over C. I also think that C is a very, very good fighter and can land a big shot. And as well, if you know kind of you're going to be outmatched maybe a little bit at times by Rory, uh, you might be more willing to throw those big shots early and try to get a, get the finish because if Rory gets you down the first then the second and the third it's going to be a very very long night for you and you might be kind of wishing I took that chance early so maybe that's what C will be looking at here and going for it early which also could lead to, to Rory going there as well I think Rory you know the difference between say, the, the Magomed Karimov fight even where I went to the decision I think Rory at times is one of those guys where he gets the fight to the ground and it's all about the finish for Rory. You know, it is all about the finish. Rory is... Uh, we all remember that fight against BJ back in the day where it's... Uh, Rory just is non-stop and he's relentless and he he absolutely, you know, is dogged in those positions. Look at his last fight, he, he chalked out uh, Brett Cooper and he chalked out Curtis Melinda as well in the first round last year. Those are the type of th- fights I'm talking about, which I feel like he will attempt to do more now it's easier said than done to go out and attempt it grand but I think he'll attempt to do that more and disart the fight finish it early and be fresh for the semi-finals getting through because that's a big thing as well if you've got 15 minutes here and it's a war and you know you have a cut or you have an injury or something well you might even be fighting for a million quid down through the line down the line even if you qualify so that's another thing both of these guys I think will be looking to get it out of there early secure their place uh, in the playoffs and uh, that Bet of under two and a half rounds of plus one, two, five. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Right. My next bet here. Let's get to the UFC. I'm going for Sean Strickland, and he is at plus one or three uh, to beat uh, 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 Alex Pejea here. I love I love saying Pejea. You know, who was a Finnan? Finnan? Finnan last week. I love those. I love those old Brazilian twangy names. But anyway, um, look. We all know what Alex Pejia is. He is the guy that has been sent in there to get another challenger for Israel Adesanya. That's what he's. That's what this fight has been made for. He has been ran up the ranks after a pretty unimpressive display against Bruno Silva. In his fight before that, he almost got joked out by Andreas Michalidis, who's, you know, the worst division in the UFC. He's the biggest jobber in that division. No, no offense to Andreas Michalidis, but I'm, let's be honest there. That's what he is. Um, and he almost, he almost got choked out in that fight. I know he's a brilliant kickboxer and all of that. Well, I don't know because I don't watch much of that. But anyway, we, we know he's a great kickboxer and he's knocked out Adesanya and everything like that. But he's also fighting Sean, Sean Strickland here, right? And Sean Strickland is a guy who, okay, he's not the, the best fighter in the world, a much improved fighter and a tricky fighter. And, you know, a lot of people pro- probably call him a boxer these days as well. But he still has four submission wins in his career, right? Never been submitted in his career. Going back and watching some of his fights, Sean Strickland can wrestle. He can take you down. He's a, he he, he may, may seem like a really stupid guy outside of the cage, but inside the cage, this guy's really smart. 
He fights really smart fights. And you think there he's going to go in there and fight like a kickboxing match straight up with Alex Bahia? I don't think so. Maybe you fight more of a boxing match. Maybe he'll get in close uh, and do it that way. But I, I just don't think he's going to give Alex Bahia what Alex Bahia needs to win the fight. And what I really do like about Bahia's game he really bites his time and he waits and he waits for those big opportunities to get his finish or to land, uh, you know, the more impactful shots which are going to win him rounds. Um, but I think Strickland has such good cardio and never stops and keeps going for such uh, uh, at such a high pace, should I say, that he will give Fe- uh, Pehea even less opportunities to kind of get those big impactful shots going to get a knockout or to win a, uh, to get, uh, land enough damage slash impact to uh, to win rounds so with that said like all in all I think Strickland wins this fight I, I find it like I find it very hard to see how Pehea wins it now maybe Pehea will come out in the first 10 seconds and get a big knockout and, and knock him out and everyone will be delighted because the Adesanya fight will be on and it'll be one of the most hype fights we, we've ever seen. Middleweight badly needs it. Middleweight badly needs it. But I, I don't see that happening, honestly. I don't see it happening. I, I think uh, I think he'll come in here, Sean Strickland. I, I think he will box with him a little bit early, won't give him that many chances, will be putting on the pressure, will push him against the cage, will get takedowns. It's it's not like Pehe has learned this like almighty brilliant takedown defense in his two fights in the UFC. You know, like Adesanya ended up doing after the Wilkinson. We've seen in PFL how good Wilkinson is. Um, but he learned the great, you know, the, the, the risk control on one side and the overhook on the other side. The best takedown defense, in my opinion, against the cage in, in the UFC, Israel Adesanya has. Out from the cage, as we saw against Blahovich, a little bit different. But I don't see that from Pahea. And... He'll need that, uh, like, okay, Sean Strickland is not Colby Covington, you know, or he's not Cameron Usman or anything like that, but he can wrestle, he's a well-rounded fighter, he can fight all around, and he can get inside as well, and I think land shots against the cage, and in close against Pahea, which will probably win him the fight, so, I'm going for Sean Strickland there, Um, I'm very surprised with the odds, really, really surprised with the odds there, Pahea is the favourite. Uh, minus one twenty three. Sean Strickland what plus one or three? Close, it's close. Like, but I thought that would be maybe minus two fifty for Strickland. You know, maybe plus one fifty one seventy five for Pehea. But uh, that's not the way it is, and uh, that that is uh, my first UFC bet of the weekend. Right, the next bet I'm going for here. Uh, it's Robbie Lawler, and and funny I go. Uh, you know, we Rory McDonald a second ago, and uh, now we've Robbie Lawler. You know, the two. I suppose inextricably linked after their two great fights. Two great fights, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a second. Let me look at the, the record here. It is two fights. Yeah, Rory McDonald in uh, at UFC one eight nine like before the McGregor Mendes fighting in Rory at one six seven Saint Pierre versus Hendricks. Uh, both of which Robbie Lawler won, and you know Robbie Robbie bounced back. In a fight, maybe, Jesus, uh, some people forget that Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz happened again. You know? They did. Sure, not mistaken. No, he's here. It's down. It was a retirement in the uh, in the third round, 44 seconds into it. And, you know, Ro- Robbie obviously lost a couple of fights before that. But he lost by decision to Colby. lost by decision to Magny. was out of the cage for, you know, around a year after both of those fights. You know, and he lost to Ben Askren. He probably shouldn't have lost that that way. And then obviously Dos Anjos, when Dos Anjos was Dos Anjos, that's five years ago now at this stage. Um, but Robbie, I thought Robbie looked good in that Nick Diaz fight. Now, you could probably say, okay, it's easy for Robbie to look good in the Nick Diaz fight where Nick Diaz is at this stage in his career. But 
it, it was one of those fights where I watched it because, look, I wouldn't mind seeing Robbie fight again. And I think Brian Barberina is the, is the perfect uh, matchup here, and it's a good fight. You know, Brian beat Darian Weeks and uh, Matt Brown last time out. He's a few losses to the likes of Luke and uh, Randy Brown and Leon Edwards over the last while, and Colby going back a good while ago. So, but, you know, um, I, I think it'll be an even fight, if I'm being honest. I think it'll be an even fight. The one difference maker, I think, here, and the fact that I've gone for Robbie Lawler, and, you know, I, I don't normally go for minus money bets, but it's, you know, it's basically a kind of a pick em fight here, minus 120, not, not that far away. Um, I, I think if you look at that last Matt Brown versus Brian Barberena fight, I think if Brown maybe had the stinging power that Robbie Lawler can land at times... I think he probably won that, would have won that fight, uh, you know. And, and we, you know, there was a bit of controversy about it anyway. And did he win it? Did he not win it? But and it was, you know, not that he didn't land partials. But I feel like, I feel like Robbie Lawler is the type of guy as well, right? Who could take shots very well, and the the shots that he lands just look more impactful than than other people. And in a fight that I think will be three close rounds of more than likely boxing. Uh, Barberina does throw in a few takedowns but we've seen over the last you know good number of years uh, that uh, Robbie Lawler's takedown defense especially against this level of, of opponent is very very good so I think he'll be able to stop the takedown and I think he'll land big impactful shots I think another thing with this as well the fact that it's three rounds a big criticism of Robbie in a lot of his five round fights even when he was the champion and when he was fighting Hendrix and that was he was maybe a little bit of a slower starter and then he'd land the bigger impactful shots later. I think three-round fights suit, suit him. That he does ha- doesn't have to be worrying about going to the fourth and fifth round. He doesn't have to be worrying about, you know, keeping that cardio and holding his pace. He can go in there and let his hands go, and I think that will benefit him. And uh, I think he will land enough impactful shots here on Brian Barberina to win the fight, maybe even get the knockout. But, um, yeah, I'm back in Robbie Lawler here. It's a big fight for him, though, because if he loses to Barberina... It's it's probably the the final signal of Robbie at this level of his career, so it's massive fight, and there's pressure on that uh, as well here. Um, so yeah, I I will uh, I'll move on, and uh, I'm going for Ian Gary next as my next bet, and I'm going for him to win by decision at plus two hundred. Now, um, Ian won his last fight by decision, and. A lot of people were kind of cribbing about it and giving out about it. But I think a lot of those people maybe haven't watched all of Dean Gary fights down through the years uh, in Cage Warriors and maybe don't know the level of fighters that he fought in Cage Warriors. If anyone saw Cage Warriors last week and saw James Sheehan and how good he was, Ian Gary beat him by unanimous decision as well. You know, and that win now looks better and better and better all the time because of how good James Sheehan is. And James Sheehan is a guy who I think you'll probably be seeing in the UFC in a couple of years if, if uh, you know, if he keeps going in, in the same way he is. Um, and he's, you know, Ian has gone five rounds, but he's got his big knockouts and he's got his, you know, he's got his, um, his submissions and he's got the wins that he needs to get. And I think performances like that at this stage of his career are a big thing for Ian Gary. And the, the reason I'm saying this, you know, on a betting preview is, Ian is undefeated, and it's he wants you know to, to state the obvious. He wants to remain undefeated, and I think going in there against someone like Gabe Green, who you know has with his eyesight now fixed and everything like that, he has this newfound confidence and a newfound kind of quality in his game, and not newfound quality, but a, 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 an extended or, or um, you know lifted up quality in his game that 
I think will Sanford MMA and Ian Gary and all those guys will realise is dangerous. And I think they will fight a fight to win and a fight to not put themselves in danger again, which you should always do. And I, I, I just hope that criticism coming out from the last fight, which in my opinion was misplaced, and it was all criticisms and the criticism that oh Ian Gary's, you know, only a hype train. Ian Gary is not what everyone is saying he is. Where after a fight, Ian Gary dominated from pillar to post and won all fifteen minutes. If that hasn't got to his head or the head of his team or anything like that, and I'm sure it hasn't, and he doesn't go out here looking for big knockouts early, and he fights the same sort of fight, a winning fight, uh, um, you know, a risk-free fight, I think he win the decision here. I think he's bigger, rangier, taller than Gabe Green. I think Gabe is open for a big shot. We saw it against uh, Johan Lanes in that fight, a big shot down through the middle, um, and Ian Gary will land... One twos down through the middle, and I think he'll catch Gabe Green a good few times throughout the fight. And I think he showed in that last fight. And maybe it's one of those fights. I think maybe people who try, you know, don't look at the tactics and technique of MMA as much as others will probably say, "Ah, that was like a boring decision win." But if you look at that, and you look at that performance, the ability to keep someone at the end of their jab for fifteen minutes is a thing we can very rarely see in MMA. And how often do we see it from a guy who's eight, nine, ten fights into his career? Very rare. So, you know, you this say what you want about Ian Gary, go on, say he's a hype train and all of this. But he put on a very good winning performance, and I think he'll put on another very good winning performance here. And I think it'll be the same sort of intelligence, safer display, and that's why I think it will go to a decision. Because I think Gabe Green is very tough as well. And I think he's a better fighter and he's going to be improving all the time because of that eyesight, because of it changing, and you know. Uh, and because he, it will just be a kick on to his career. And I think he'll be game here. I think he'll be looking to take Ian Gary out. And uh, I, I think, it, I, I wouldn't say it'll be a close fight in my opinion. Now, maybe it will be. I think Ian Gary will probably win all three rounds um, and win it from the outside and, you know, dominate the fight. Ian inside the distance is, you know, Ian by a TKO KO is uh, plus 300. Which you know what is not a is not a bad bet either plus seven hundred as well. If people haven't watched Gary in the past, he's a great man to try in a few takedowns and he is good jujitsu. So I, I wouldn't put that past him uh, whatsoever either. But I, I like the fight uh, in to win the fight by decision. I think it'll go longer. And uh, yeah, that is my uh, that is my next bet for the weekend. Right, my flyer for this weekend, uh, and it's not as big a flyer as it as. Um, as it normally is, it's only plus three fifty, right? But my flyer for this weekend is Alexander Volkanovsky uh, versus Max Holloway to end in either a split decision or a majority decision. Now either fighter can win, but it has to be a split decision, majority decision. That's plus three fifty. Now. <laughs> this is a very specific bet and it's not the biggest prize for a very, very specific bet but if past his prologue and the other two fights that we saw uh, are, are the prologue for this fight to play out in another very close fight it absolutely could be a split decision now the majority decision maybe maybe there's a draw in there maybe there's a 10-8 or something or maybe there's an eye poke and then a pint deducted or whatever but could you see this fight going and it's 49, 40, uh, 40 uh, what is it, 48, 47, 48, 47, 47, 48. Could you see that in this fight? I absolutely could. And at three and a half to one, for that to happen, 
I really, I really, really like that bet. Now, I, I know I was talking to my good friend, uh, um, uh, Ian O'Neill, and he's going for Volkanovski to win in the same way, plus 500. So if you like that, and we'll get into the rest of the bets here in a second, if you like Volkanovski to win and you fancy him to win the split decision, plus 500, that's 5-1 to one to turn a guy who is, I, I think, uh, just a slightly minus money favourite uh, into, uh, into a 5-1 to one bet. Might be a good way of doing it. I do Look, I just think, and look, <laughs> it's weird. Because I think... I <laughs> I have an unclear vision of this fight because, and it's not an unclear vision of the fight. I have kind of two clear visions of this fight. I have the exact same fight we've seen twice before, right? And then I have like this vision of the fight where one guy kind of dominates the other guy. Now, that is just me kind of thinking maybe too much. So I'm pushing that to the side for a second because this is the betting show and this should be a reality. So I'm putting my you know, my dreams to the side for a second of one guy kind of learning more than the other guy from the first two fights and winning dominantly. And I think the reality of this will be a close fight. And I'm picking neither. I'm sitting on the fence here. I'm picking neither guy to win, but one guy to win by split decision. That's plus 350 for the flyer of the week. So if you like that... If you like that, I like it. I like it. So let's uh, let's get on that for the weekend, right? Uh, let's run through some of the bets. So um, let's talk about PFL first. Um, Rory McDonald, as I mentioned, he is minus three hundred. Um, some places have a minus three sixty. City C is up around plus two fifty. Now I was thinking about C for my flyer of the week. Too small of a price, though, for that. I, I I think the bookies have that right. I think they just have it about right there. I was expecting it to be wider, if I'm being honest. Uh, and, and thinking about getting C in as one of the bits. But no, I think they have it right there. So I'm avoiding that one for this week, apart from the uh, the over-under. Um, you know what? Caitlin Young and Kayla Harrison... You can get it for anywhere from a 12 to 1 favourite to a, a plus 1480... Underdog here, sorry, for Caitlin Young. Minus 3,500, minus 2,500-ish for uh, Kayla Harrison. So, if you fancy 12-1 to 1 on Caitlin Young, on short notice to come in here and beat Kayla Harrison, by all means, go for it. This is the, Look, this is the sort of bet. You get your fiver that you never, ever want to see again. You put it on Kayla Harris, or you put it on Kaylin Young, and you might be very rich come Saturday morning. Uh, but I like Kaylin Young not to win the fight. I don't like Kaylin Young to win the fight. Don't get me wrong, but I like Kaylin Young as a fighter. She, you know, a lot of people, myself included, were talking about the Julia Budd fight being the biggest test of Kayla Harrison's career. Well, Kaylin Young almost won that fight against Julia Budd. Not what was it a year ago ish. Not too long ago. I know she's 12-12 and won no contest, I think, or one draw or something in her career um, in 25 fights. But I think she's a better fighter than that. And she beat Cindy Dandois not too long ago, who's a judoka, uh, and she was able to stay on the outside now at judoka. Cindy Dandois, judoka, Kayla Harrison, judoka, are two very different types of judoka, don't get me wrong. But she proved in that fight she can fight on the outside, she can um, put on a display where she stays safe, doesn't get close, and outpoint someone. Which is exactly what you need to do against Kelly Harrison. Now, can she do it? Will she do it? Probably not. <laughs> let's, let's be honest there, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing this fight because I think it'll be intriguing. I really do. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'm the only one on planet Earth. 
But I don't think Caitlin Young is as much of a jobber as people think. And I, I think she'll do okay. I really do. I think she'll give early, I think she'll give problems to Kayla Harrison a little bit. So there you go. Um, Brett Cooper against Ray Cooper then. You know, Brett Cooper is plus 400 minus 650 for Ray Cooper. Ray Cooper looked terrible in his last fight. Missed weight. We'll see how he gets on here. Uh, Brett Cooper's not great though, so I think it should be Ray Cooper's one there. Magomed Karimov is coming back here. He's minus 700. Uh, Joseph Reno is plus 440. The, the betting for the uh, submissions and stuff aren't up yet for that, but... You know, Zephyrino could be 20 to 1 to get a submission there or something. 15 to 1, maybe. That might be a bad one, but no, I do think Magomed Karamov will win that. Uh, I, I actually just heard this morning, Glaston T. Bowes out of his fight against Al Sacken, so we'll we'll skip over that one. Gina Fabian, she was one of the underdogs I was looking at again. She's plus 300 against Pacheco, uh, minus uh, 430. Uh, Fabian beat, uh, uh, who did she beat? Julia Bode last time out, if I'm not mistaken. And looked great in doing it. Um, I like that plus 300 honestly Pacheco will be a favourite and she's very good she's the second best uh, lady in that division after Kayla Harrison and uh, I, I think she will win but plus 300 that that, that line is too wide for me uh, Montez then plus uh, 128 against Makatina I like Montez but I, I don't know I just don't think she'll be able to get the takedowns on Makatina that she was able to get in Clarissa Shields definitely not anyway but it hurt her in her last fight, so I would probably go for Makatina in that one, who put up a good display against uh, Kayla Harrison. Uh, Al Shalawi then is plus 170 against uh, Umulatov. That's the correct line there. I think Al Shalawi's underestimated last time, um, and we saw what happened. Uh, Jandirova then is the big favourite against Amagul, and uh, Kaleshnik is a big favourite against Vanessa Mello as well. Plus 170 on Vanessa Mello. Not a bad bet. Uh, right, then in the UFC, I avoided the main event, Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. I I think Izzy, if you get Izzy below minus 400, I think that's a really good price, honestly, if you're throwing him into an accumulator or something like that. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly how this fight will go, if I'm being honest. In terms of, I think Izzy will win, but I'm not sure how he'll win. Like, will he win... Uh, the decision, and let's see the price on that one. Adesanya wins. So uh, Adesanya wins by decision plus one twenty five. Adesanya wins inside the distance plus one forty five. So the bookies are as split in this as I am. Adesanya KO plus one sixty. So you know my my good friend Andrew McGann's always talking about Adesanya winning uh, by submission. So. 14 to 1 to win by submission. Maybe that's the way. If you fancy Cannoneer, if you like a flyer of the week, plus 500 for Cannoneer, I don't see it, to be honest. I, I think Adesanya will win that fight. Uh, the the over-under betting is the, the betting I was looking at, and I think it's pretty interesting. Um, three and a half rounds. Over three and a half rounds, minus 145. Under three and a half rounds, plus 115. Now, that is what would intrigue me, the under there. You're, you're taking Cannoneer's chances of a big knockout, but you're also taking Cannoneer to get knocked out by Adesanya in the first three and a half rounds. If I, That's the line I would be looking at. Under two and a half rounds, plus 160. That's a little bit a little bit small for my liking there. Under one and a half rounds, plus 265. I'd avoid that. But I like that. Under, under four and a half rounds, minus 103. I really like that, to be honest. Um, but... Yeah, the one that would tip me, the price that would tip me is the plus 115 under three and a half rounds there because I think I think Adesanya will get him out of there. I think he'll just be too good. I think he'll be too dominant in that fight. Uh, then we have, obviously, I had Volkanovski, Max Holloway. The straight-up betting there, 
Volkanovski is a minus 200. I think that's gone in in the last couple, or gone out in the last couple of days. I don't think he was, uh, I think he was minus 155, minus 160. If I'm not mistaken, a couple of days ago, can I can I actually find that out? I think I can. Um, yeah, he started out minus 145 back in the 9th of May, and then a couple of weeks ago, he was minus 183. So yeah, it's come in an awful lot uh, to be minus 200 now, plus 170 over Holloway. If you fancy Holloway to win that fight, and I wouldn't talk you out of it, plus 170 is a pretty good price. Um, you know, the, the over, over four and a half rounds, Minus 260. A lot of people expecting it to go to a decision, obviously, there. So I don't think there's that much value in anything other than that. Volkanovski KO plus 350. That's a poor price for me. Holloway uh, KO. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, is it there? Oh, God. I don't, I don't see a Holloway KO. Yeah, yeah. Plus 575. I think mm, Holloway nearly killed him the last time. So... Maybe that's the one. Maybe maybe that's the value there. Uh, Pay and Strickland. In. We talked about that earlier on. Minus one oh, oh sorry, minus one twenty three for Pay. Had a favorite, amazingly. Plus one oh three for uh, Strickland. Let's see Strickland by submission. Uh, Strickland by submission plus nine hundred. Can I change? Can I go back and can I go back and change? Can I go back and change my flyer? Pay by submission. Not Pay by submission. God Almighty, Strickland by submission plus nine hundred. Can I get a double flyer for this week? God almighty, okay. I, I need like a I need like a double flyer. I'm going to, can I go I'm going with six bets. John Brannigan, dial it up, dial it up. I'm going to the TMO, I'm changing. I want six bets this week. I'm going for a second flyer and I'm going for plus nine hundred Sean Strickland to win by submission. God almighty, that's that's an unbelievable price. Let me run through the rest of this. Love the fight, Brad Riddell, Jalen and Turner. Turner is the favourite, which I had him as a favourite, but I didn't think the bookies would. So I'm, I, I, that line is just about right. I think minus one three five, minus one one five. Sean O'Malley minus two sixty, plus two twenty against Munoz. I think that's right as well. I don't think Munoz is where he once was. Uh, my guy Robbie Lawler minus one twenty, plus one hundred for Brian Barberina. Ian Gary is the minus one sixty five favourite, minus one forty for Gabe Green. Cowboy Cerrone is the underdog, plus 180. I think he was bigger than that a couple of days ago. If I look at it again, um, he was only plus 195. So yeah, there or thereabouts. Uh, minus 210 for Jim Miller. Um, I fa- I'd pro- Yeah, he'd probably fancy Miller on that one. Although I think welterweight probably uh, helps Cerrone. So interesting. Uh, Andre Muniz, uh, is it bet enough for the submission in that one? It's not yet, but I'd be looking at that. Uh, Muniz is unbelievable on the ground. I think he will win minus 280 plus 235 for Uriah Hall. Jessica Island is plus 200. Macy Barber is minus uh, 240. I was looking at a couple of bets on that as well. Macy Barber uh, submission 12 to 1. Um, Barber then to win just inside the distance plus 325. Fancy by decision. It's minus money, minus 115. So I'd avoid that. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark is the favorite against Ireland's own Julia Stalyarinka, who is plus 120, minus 140 for Rose Clark. Uh, not Rose Clark, Jessica Rose Clark. Uh, and then Brad Tavares. That's a very interesting fight against Drickus Duplessis. Duplessis is the favorite, minus 125, plus 105. I like, give me the over on that one. What's the over? Minus 125, fight to go to decision. I, I really like this fight to go to decision. Let's see what the price uh, for that is. If I can find it, fight goes to decision, minus 125 as well. 
yeah, I, I would probably bet on that, to be honest. So, there are the bets for the weekend. I will run through them quickly again. Over in PFL, Sadabu C and Rory McDonald uh, under two and a half rounds, plus 125. Sean Strickland to win straight up, plus 103. Robbie, Ra- Robbie Lawler to win straight up, plus, sorry, minus 120. Ian Gary by decision, plus 200. And in my, my two flyers of the week, uh, either fighter to win by a split slash majority decision in Volkanovski versus Hollywood at plus 350. And I have to go, can I throw it in? Can I throw it in? Sean Strickland plus 900 to get the submission over Pehea. Right, everyone, I will leave it there. Shout out to all the guys who are here over in Sherdog.com, Mike and John and all the lads do great uh, work here and getting the, the video up and edited and everything. I really appreciate it. And shout out to everyone who's listened. Let me know your bet for the week. Everyone, down under, I'll be in the comment section. I'll be replying to you. I'll tell you if your bet is rubbish. I'll tell you if it's good. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I was dead wrong on Pam Sorensen last week. Let me know in the comment section below. Everyone here, if you're watching this, put your bet in the comment section. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's see. Let's see who's right. Give it a thumbs up. Tell a friend. Tweet it out. At Tag me. You'll get the retweet if you tweet out the, the link to this. And you'll get all the followers. And you'll get all of that. Brilliant. And, um, yeah. Enjoy your betting weekend, enjoy the fights, and I will leave it there. I'm Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com, and I'll see you all next time.